I want to introduce a concept that um, is going to be something that we do. Oh, so yeah. in addition to the typical pool of force points that you will have, mm-hmm. we should we should do that role. But in addition to the typical force points that you will have, we're also going to be doing something new and fun and exciting. Emma's jumping out all of her dice. Um, we're going to be doing you something can just fun. Cut that out. Yeah, I know. Fun, new, and exciting. We're going to be doing destiny points. So we're going to have force and destiny points. Ooh. No, tr- trust me. This no, destiny like, points actually. function. Yeah, no. This is a real. This is a real thing. Destiny yeah. points function like light side force points but they disappear once they're used and they're handed out for like really good role play or creative decision making stuff like that like inspiration in D or other okay. systems yeah, so, we'll be doing yeah. destiny points for you know in lieu of inspiration for when you do something really cool or something that's inspired like you know how you can regain an edge when Ganon decides you regain an edge because you did something neat. Yeah, but that reference we get. Evil pig from or from Le- blah blah blah. The evil pig from Legend <laughs> of Zelda. The very same okay. from Lord of the Zeldas. <laughs> yeah, Lord of the Zeldas. Eric can talk words. Don't worry. No, she can't. Okay. listeners this is your host and game master cat i know this is where i usually say how excited i am for you to listen to this next episode but i'm going to put a content warning at the top of this one in this episode we deal with complicated emotions involving ex-partners everyone did a fantastic job on this episode so i wanted to commend them all for really rising to the occasion that was presented they all went well above what i had hoped for and were so impressive thanks guys I love being able to share moments like this with you all, especially when we can explore something real like we do this week. From the bottom of my heart, thank you all for listening. If you'd like to support the show and what we do here, there are a few places you can do that. First and foremost, you can tell a friend about the show. Word of mouth is what podcasts were built on, and getting a friend to listen along with you is an exciting way to be a part of the process. The other thing you can do that really, truly helps us is to leave a review for the show on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. Every five-star review helps new people find the show and gets us closer to being able to make you an even better product. Speaking of which, if you'd like to contribute financially, it would mean the world to us. By supporting us on Patreon for even as little as $1 a month, you help us grow in what we're able to do and how frequently we do it. If you'd like to contribute, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash so says media. That's S-O-S-E-S media. There, you'll find exclusive Patreon cuts of some of our shows and the special bonus one-shots that we produce monthly. This month's episode is Sports Are Just Numerology, where Eric and I play a game that pits us against each other as old high school rivals turned game show contestants. It's silly, wonderful, and a lot of fun. Hopefully you get the chance to check it out. 
You can also give a one-time contribution by going to co-fee.com slash sosasmedia. We'll give you a personal shout-out for any tip over a dollar. Speaking of which, thank you to Claire West for her contributions to our Patreon. With the help of patrons like Claire, we're very close to funding all of our hosting costs per month. I hope you'll consider joining her. Now, I'm going to hand things over to the ad department of Sinar Fleet Systems for a moment, and then I'll be right back. Interior, the mess hall and the Orum. Man, it sure is great to wake up to a nice, refreshing cup of coffee. Wait, who are you talking to? Why, Plex. Our wonderful listeners, of course. <laughs> course. Just like the coarse grind I get on my coffee from Grinding Coffee Co. What kind of spice are you on? Listeners, coffee? <laughs> Why, the delicious spice of my medium roast Mexican chocolate coffee blend, my friend, delivered straight to our airlock in an airtight bag. The beans are as fresh as the day they were roasted. I'm so confused. You're not talking any sense. <laughs> I'm talking about Grindin' Coffee Co. Why don't you tell her and our dear listeners a little bit more, Miss Narrator? Thanks, Space Dumpster. Grinding Coffee Co. is a black and LGBTQ plus owned coffee business that delivers coffee straight to your door. They have a coffee for everyone from K-cups to cold brew to blended and more. This high-quality taste will leave you wanting more. Available in whole bean, ground, or espresso grind. I did not sign up to be on a haunted ship. No matter what time you order, your coffee is always roasted the day it ships, so you're guaranteed fresh coffee. When you're ready to get yourself some fine coffee, head over to the referral link in the show notes and enter code SOSAS at checkout for 10% off your order. That's S-O-S-E-S -S at checkout for 10% off. Oh, what the actual criff. All right, that's enough out of me. Now let's go back a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. So, last episode, the three of you, your droids and your clones, got into a fight <laughs> with some Pike Syndicate shooty boys. Because we still can't roll and they didn't believe any of my bluffing. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you still can't roll. But you managed to escape. You've realized that until you offload this spice shipment... It's likely that no port is safe. 
Uh, except that you don't know that it's spice. I think we have suspicions at this point. Yeah, you've got a pretty good inclination that it's uh, having probably been spice. Pikes. We don't know it's spice. You can infer that it's spice, but you don't have official confirmation. And if the space cops ask, it's not there. Plex the space totally Plex. scan us again. <laughs> Plex follows her nose to uh, the, the fruity treasure, as it were. Plex is going to hide a crate. Are <laughs> <laughs> you just making a toucan sap joke? Yes. <laughs> I can't believe this is our Criffin podcast. Okay. Um, it's so. Not. What what will have happen is that the camera will you know, do an exterior shot of the Aurum as the Aurum comes out of hyperspace, does a weird kind of Microsoft PowerPoint stretch in. <laughs> so you PowerPoint in, pew! The camera, I guess, comes back to front. And as it comes in the front, we come into the cockpit where... The three of you are standing together, uh, basically just about in orbit when you receive a transmission. Bleep, 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 bleep. Three rings. Bleep, 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 bleep. Bleep, 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 bleep. That's four. Hello? Oh, hello. It's me, your good friend, Hondo Anaka. Yes, hello, good friend Hondo Onaka. You didn't need to repeat my name. I'm pretty sure I'm on speaker. Yes, I just... Well, you are our good friend Hondo Onaka. I will refer to you as our good friend Hondo Onaka. You're the, the Rodian who made out with my bartender? You have no evidence of that. It's on Holovid. Oh, did somebody post that to SpaceX videos? Sex videos. That sounds very tame. It's Elon Musk's porn website, SpaceX videos. (laughs) (laughs) Um. (laughs) Also, why are people posting pictures of making out in the alley to a porn site? (laughs) Nobody posted it to the Holonet. It's you know, I, I have security cameras. Oh, that makes a bit more sense, huh? That makes a lot more sense. Nobody look up my name on SpaceX videos. <laughs> I push down the uh, data pad <laughs> that Space Doctor picks up. <laughs> I mean, BT, uh, BT immediately grabs a data pad is like, <laughs> boop, 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 boop. <laughs> oh. And he puts it face down on the console. <laughs> Uh, uh, you know, I'll probably not do that later, but the tracking device I put on your ship says you are at Rodia. You did what now? Put a tracking device on your ship. Why would you do that? So I knew when you got here. It's in one of the crates. It's not like on your ship, on your ship. Okay, well, I have to know where my shipment is. (laughs) Just like you knew, uh, just like the, uh, Pike place. Pike place. 
<laughs> Every <laughs> time. <laughs> Casey uh, couldn't tell one of us really likes coffee. Just like the uh, Pike Syndicate did. Your business with the Pikes is not mine. Uh, tell that to the Pike Syndicate, because we were just intercepted before our final jump. Uh, did you not hear what I said when I said your business with the pikes is not mine well why are they coming after us wanting their shipment back that you supposedly didn't pay them for where did you get that information i'm just speculating the only reason they would send out a force like this in my experience is lack of payment for a shipment well you did agree to take 50 percent of the what was the actual percentage it's 50 oh, percent now. It's <laughs> fifty percent now. Oh come on! I need to know. I forget. I'm just. I genuinely <laughs> couldn't tell you. I think it was like looking at it. It was like ten percent. Yeah. Yeah. It oh. was pitiful. It was. It was, oh, it was not okay. good. Okay, even better. You did agree to take ten percent of the cut. That comes with an assumption of risk. Would have been nice to have known what risk we were actually getting into, and um, and Keel shoots a glance over his uh, shoulder at the two negotiators. So here's the problem, Mister Hondo Anaka. Please call me Hondo. No, no, Our we're good not, friend we're... Hondo Anaka. No, no, it's me, your good friend, and as we've established, legitimate businessman. So the problem is, we have pikes on us now, wanting your stuff. So we have to renegotiate this, I think. I am willing to listen. I understand you weren't expecting a uh, warm welcome from the pikes. Warm welcome? We had pikes up our ass. Ass is allowed in Star Wars. I want to... I do want to... <laughs> I just said that for the visual image of Pike up our ass. I'm distracted now for the rest of the game. And you think they haven't been? Do <laughs> you think they haven't been on my neck? That sounds how many like Pike, your how many, problem. How that many sounds Pike like a ships, Hondo problem. How many Pike ships came after you? How many was it? I remember three weeks ago. Was it four? They intercepted. They intercepted us with a squad of four fighters. Okay, and how many ships do you think the Pike Syndicate has? A lot more than that, I can tell you that. So how do you think you only ever had to encounter four? They were clearly an advanced scouting party. Or Honda Onaka took care of most of the heat for you. Now, okay. Listen. Mr. Uh, um, Kondo Tiktaka. Um, I just Marie Kondo TikTok. <laughs> now hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Before you, before you go any further, I believe I expressly told you to call me Mister Onaka last time we were working together. We haven't become friends yet. Uh, well, I highly doubt, Mister um, Five O'Clocka. Uh, we are going to be friends. <laughs> Uh, because you have proven yourself, l let's just say, um, 
untrustworthy. Oh, I am so wounded. How oh. could you say this to Hondo? How, how dare... Uh, they should call you Hondo O'Maka because you are making a mockery of these negotiations we are trying to have. Okay. Uh, you put crates that you knew. I'm not talking to you anymore. Brando. Where, where is Brando? But I have more puns. <laughs> <laughs> where is Brando? Brando is in the back. Sorry, Brando. Brando is in the back. Go get me, Brando. I will only talk to him. This is the disadvantage you're having at Claude is you have to remember what form you were in when you last met with someone. (laughs) I definitely did remember that. Where is Brando? Just hold on. I will go get Brando. So Plex will calm down Hondo and go down the hall a little bit before turning back into Brando Cutlay <laughs> and waiting just we'll a hear couple a minutes. slight scream of, of <laughs> agony. <laughs> <laughs> As it does it's not that painful. Some when, pain for it causes some she's, pain, but she's like in the when, washroom grabbing a towel to help. <laughs> when uh when what's her face? Zam Wessel. Thank you. When Zam Wessel transforms there's no like screaming. That's just been edited out. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, okay, so Brando Cutlet comes back. Yeah, after a couple of minutes, just to, to make Hondo wait. Brando, Brando, my friend. How have you been, you old so and so? Very stressed, Hondo. <gasps> I am so sorry to hear that. I'm sure you've already been told. Yes, I have about the pikes. I'm so very sorry. We need to reassess what we're doing with this mission for you. You agreed to assume the risk for your 10% cut. We did not agree to pikes who are hunting you down for their stock, apparently. The pikes aren't hunting me. The pikes know exactly where I am. Then they're hunting your stock down. And that is part of the risk of the shipment. No, no, th- this is not a 10% job we, we have taken. This you is... took a 10% job. I don't know what to tell you. This is a fraudulent marketing scheme, really, is what it is. Something I would not expect from a legitimate businessman. You agreed to the terms. We did a... We, did, we even did a celebratory bump of glitter stem together. <laughs> yes, and I feel extra betrayed now because of this. Um, because... As this is going on, Keel is going to start angling the ship in such a way that we could be going somewhere other than Rodia. Okay, 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 okay. I, I not that I can, not that Hondo has that capability of sensor <laughs> management. He just knows where you are physically. Okay. I mean, so so I'm thinking like the two negotiators can use this as a tactic. The one negotiator. <laughs> the one yeah, negotiator. I'm not, I'm not sure like where in my stat block you saw anything related to charisma based statistics. Because it ain't. It ain't. It's. Um, I mean, you were there for the negotiation. I'm just very, I'm just very charming. <laughs> yes. Valid. Okay. Look, 
maybe there was more risk than you were briefed on, but you did agree to this, right? And now we're not. Do we need to get the huts involved? Do you need to get the huts involved? It's pretty simple. You can involve the huts all you want, but I know that your dealings with the huts will be less than pleasant. And why is that? And why is that? Have you ever tried getting between the hut and their money? Keel ends the transmission. Um, I doubt that's the last we'll be hearing from uh, Hondo Naknaka over there. Um, God, I didn't even get to call myself Brando Ojaka. That's a good one. <laughs> He'll call back. There's too much money on the line for this. Yep. About 10 minutes later, you receive a, com- a call on the comms from a different frequency. Keel, you recognize this frequency. Do I? You do. Pray tell, who is this frequency from? It's not often. It's not every day that your work number gets a call from your ex. Is this my personal? No. This is the ship. This is the ship. Mm. <sighs> bleep, bleep, bleep. 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 Kill. Bleep, bleep, bleep. You're taking longer than normal on this bleep, one. Bleep, bleep, bleep. 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 Why aren't bleep, you bleep, bleep, picking bleep. up the call? Okay, so you pick up the comms. Attention, Aurum. You have something of mine, and I would like it. I already gave you back your clothing. What more do you need? Wait. Oh, Criff. Keel? Yeah? Uh, this goes on for you? a solid 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Plex looks over at Space Dumpster. Uh, should we be leaving for this one? I was expecting someone uh, yeah. else to call. And I was expecting someone else to answer. That sounds about right. Okay, you've you've got three crates of unrefined spice. According to whom? According to the person who is supposed to deliver it to me, Hondo Onaka. Criff. You took a job to... I thought you got out. So did I. This wasn't supposed to be this mission. Weird boss. <laughs> Not as weird as Breck. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, So this is Look, awkward, huh? Yeah. Do you want to... <sighs> Do you want to land? Well, I don't want to be out here when Pike Syndicate shows up. So... Yeah, so about the Pikes, I would get planet side as quickly as possible. Where do you want us to land? The usual spot. <laughs> it's been a while since I've heard you say that. <sighs> Let's keep this professional. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. Keel is... Um, Keel is starting to regret this assignment. No shit. (laughs) (laughs) I'll talk to you in about 20. 
Uh, is is there is there something you want to talk about, Keel? Nope. Alrighty then. I'll be back in the engine room. I know you will. Space Dumpsters slowly slinks backwards, disappearing into the distance behind the entry to the cockpit. Keel? Yeah? How complicated does this make things? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Noted. Plex goes to help Space Dumpster. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw that they're releasing a 501st Legion Clone Troopers Lego kit today, and I'm so excited, and I need to buy it. It's only $30, so I'm not too worried about it. I'm not, like, gonna break the bank with it, but I just love clones. You do? I couldn't tell. Crippling nerd. Um, okay. Then we can have minifigs. <laughs> Pilot down to the usual spot. It's just about exactly like you remember it. So I want to say that this is like, so I want to say that this is on the outskirts of whatever settlement this is. Is this like, is this a, th this would be a major city? Uh, or... Let's, let's pull up the information about Rhodia. I want to say it's not like, it's not a major city, but it's definitely not like backwater boonies. That's fair. It's like it's like Oshawa. No. Yeah. It's like London. London. To put things in Ontario terms. <laughs> yes. I apologize for you having to deal with all of our Ontario bullshit, Erica. So yeah, it's Outside, yeah, it's like a not a major city, but not a minor city. It's a, a city of reasonable size, and you're you land on the outskirts, outside of the bubble dome. Yes, and in in, in some swampy jungle, but it's a like fully constructed landing pad that's more or less not visible to the naked eye from the sky. I want to say that this is a remnant. I want to say that this is remnant architecture from the Clone Wars. Like this was a military installation at one point okay. and has since been long abandoned. That works. Yeah. Wait, if it's abandoned, why are we landing? Well, that's the thing. It's not. Like like it, it had been abandoned as a military. Oh, okay. Base. It's no longer. Yeah, because the Republic, it, yeah. Uh, the Republic doesn't use it. Yeah, I had misunderstood. Sorry. Uh, so you, you land it's that sort of a Chatsa controlled city gotcha okay 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 I gotcha I gotcha I gotcha okay that's what I was going for so it's outside of, you, you land at a abandoned spaceport outside of a Chatsa controlled city uh, it's something that you Keel really only knows because he's been there before as you exit the ramp um you bring in the clones with you. Are we all exiting the ramp? I mean, you don't have to. I thought Keel was meeting this person. I, I um, we can do whatever. 
So I think, um, okay. Okay, before anyone exits the ship, here's what's here's what I think happens. Uh, you land, and as you land, you see a solitary Rodian walking out from inside of the hangar. Uh, he's got a blaster on his hip. Like, hey, very vibrant teal colored skin and a slick back rodian mohawk keel um let me uh, let me talk with him first okay all righty this is awkward you can just shut up forever um i want okay so i want to i want to say that Keel still has like one article of clothing from before the breakup. Okay. That he lost in air quotes. I think um, it's um we've never actually discussed this. As representatives of Sinar, are you in uniform? I thought the point was we were not in uniform because it's like um, clandestine yeah clandestine. yeah no that's okay yep. yeah that's that's the thing that i wanted to just make sure we had established i like that that's perfect yeah we will... i so okay that being said like um i think it is like probably a sinar issue jumpsuit that space dumpster wears half zipped up um but no one could possibly tell because it's a mechanics yeah. jumpsuit they're all this I, I so i think when you actually arrive for your negotiations jumpsuit. I think when you actually arrive for your negotiations, you are like you're wearing your actual uniforms, but like for the most part, you do not travel with them yeah. on display. We have them. We don't typically wear them. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. Um, so, so I think that the item of clothing that you have is a vest. Yes. Yep. No, that makes sense. Um, yeah. So as the ship's ramp comes down keel hesitates for a moment um before stealing himself like kind of mentally pep talking himself like mm -hmm. you can do this you got this it's been years it's been years this this is this is not a problem this is just business he walks down the ramp it the camera cuts over to the other Rodian from his perspective you hear, okay, it's been years you can do this, it's just business you've got this you can give him his clothing back you know that's the only personal part of this transaction it's business, you can do this Kale, welcome home oh, he cringes a little bit <laughs> <laughs> don't worry, I don't want to be here as much as you don't want me to be here I okay it's not that yeah let's let's keep this professional whatever you say Gleeks he chuckles a little bit and kind of looks down a little embarrassed it's been a while <laughs> you're telling me wanna offload those crates I'll take them from here and you guys can get going or we still need to discuss our payment those two back there took a deal for 10% with a, an overdue shipment with the Pike clan. You took 10%? They took 10%. Three crates of spice? Keel, 
You're better than this. I was not involved in this negotiation. Trust me, if I'd been there, if I'd known that we were taking spice, tr- trust me, you you remember. Yeah, I also remember why you got out of the game, so... Yeah, that's... <sighs> I wasn't too thrilled about that, but... Look, you know the standard rates haven't changed. You know you're only getting... Oh god, hold on, we gotta determine how much a crate of spice is worth. Yeah, it's 10,000 because of economics and the availability of spice on Rhodia due to the Cheku clan trying to legitimize the Rhodian government. There's been less underworld dealings, so this, the price has gone up because it's harder to get down. spice. Yeah, Because there's more crackdowns. There we go, we've justified it. Okay, so uh, okay, so yeah, back in scene. Uh, There's still the matter of the 10% that these doofuses negotiated. So, uh, good news for you. The Cheku have been cracking down on underworld activities, which means price of spice has gone up. Oh, something. I mean, you know I could have just told you it was the standard price. Yeah, I know. For three crates you're taking home at 10%, 3,000 credits? That's not bad. It's not like we need it anyway, so... A little bit of spending money. A ship like that? Probably don't need it. (laughs) You should see what this baby can do. You're gonna take me for a ride some... No, we're staying professional. (laughs) Kiel... Kiel slightly... Slightly flushes from his usual slightly yellow... Um tint goes a little bit orange in the in the cheeks uh do you want to have your crew i assume you're captain right (laughs) Uh, um the best damn pilot gotcha lateral move then you know i don't want the responsibility sounds about right for for you keel krennic uh and keel kind of like He's biting his snoot. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just get this transaction over with. I have the credits here for you if you want them. If you want to try to renegotiate, you're going to have to come back with me to Breck. Give me a minute with my crew. I'll let you know. I thought you weren't the captain. They are still my crew. (laughs) You know, I'm just... You're an asshole I'm... sometimes. Right. What's a, what's a, what, let's come up with a Rodian saying for pulling your leg. Uh, yeah. I'm tugging flicking... your antenna. Yeah, I was going to say flicking your antenna. That sounds That's... lewd. Lewd. <laughs> Very lewd, actually. <laughs> also tugging. Um... Oh. <laughs> 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 Erica, please. Let's Google Rodian physiology. Physiology. That is biology and appearance. You've got to be booping my snoot. You know what? Let's go with it. Yeah. It's not bad, actually. They're still my crew. Yeah, you know I'm just booping your snare.
So you come back yeah. into the ship. So um, were either uh, of you very intently listening to that conversation? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. um, uh, Space Dumpster <laughs> is poorly hiding. Um, what's the word for binoculars in Star uh, Wars? Macro binoculars. Oh, okay. They're yeah, literally um, called macro binoculars. Yeah. SD is poorly hiding a pair of um, macro binoculars behind his back. And he's just like, so um, how are negotiations? I have some good news. Good. good. Yeah. Good. Um, yeah. Good. Yeah, good. Good. Yeah. Good is good. The... Gray market isn't as readily available now because of the crackdowns. Um, so we're getting a higher rate, but we're still we're still getting ten percent. I keep saying the negotiation was for the information we needed. A little bit of extra spending money couldn't hurt, but you know. We are well, hurting, I guess. And that's kind of what we're getting. A little bit of extra spending money. How much are you getting per crate? We're getting 3,000 total. 1,000 credits per crate? Yeah. Are you criffing kit? No. Now, I have not been in the underworld very long. Well, in a long time. Standard rate. You... <laughs> do, you, do you remember the standard rate? Uh, SD, I love you, but I worked this industry for years. I just feel this like... This is a good... A thousand credits a crate is not very much money. It doesn't... That doesn't sound right at all. We can cut ties with Hondo right here, right now. Yeah, that's a fair point. I uh, don't really have much desire to ever see his face again. Um, fair, GM's yeah. note. They will absolutely see his face again. <laughs> <laughs> Ron Howard. <laughs> Ron Howard as the narrator from Arrested Ron Development. The they would see him again. <laughs> the, yeah. Uh, do you, I'll go get the hover jacks going and... Um, we can move this right now, then. Yeah. Do you do you two mind if I take care of business, some business while you're doing that? Uh, uh, I mean, you'll Plex, you're in charge and all, but you know, in matters of the heart, I don't think. I mean, sorry. Um, in matters of business, you just can't be too fast. SD, I love you, but. You can just cut. You do, you can just cut it. You we all know what's going on here. Uh, love. <laughs> I sorry, I didn't I didn't mean it like like that. Uh sorry. The I'm I'm just I'm just going to I'm, I'm going to go. Okay, yeah. Okay. I will go check on those crates. Plex, you Tell people what to do. Uh, and SD walks away. (laughs) (laughs) 
Plex is just scrolling through her data pad. It's like, what? What the criff even was that? Okay, I think what will have happen here is we'll cut the scene um, to ST with the the uh, hover lift or whatever we called it, moving the crates H- hover down. jack. Yeah. Hover jack. Thank you. Mm-hmm. SD is pushing like the hover jack. No, do, nothing do, do, like. Do, 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 do. Um, <laughs> SD is pushing the sky jack. Nope. <laughs> you, you threw me off. <laughs> the hover jack. The hover jack. My work here is done. A human with a hover jack. A podcast that's named Sky Jacks. Okay, so SD is pushing the hover jack down the ramp. Uh, Keel, you're kind of leading the group. Who all is with you? I assume Plex is coming with? Yep. Is anyone else coming? Should we bring some of the clones, maybe? If we're going to bring the clones, we better get them some uh, civilian clothing. Otherwise, they're going to stand out like I saw with them. Shopping trip. Makeover, 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 makeover. <laughs> it's a bottle episode now. <laughs> okay, let's please continue on. We've been doing an hour and 30 minutes of nonsense. We've actually only probably been recording the episode for an hour, but still an whatever. hour of nonsense. It, it's so uh yeah does you, you're not bringing the clones with you no okay no but but they'll be told to uh be on guard in case they hear anything okay i am bringing... do we want to do we want to role play that just for i don't know that it's absolutely necessary okay just because this is an audio medium that we're i don't know yeah no, no, okay. it's just it, it it's it distracts from what we're trying to accomplish to have like a scene valid. like that. that valid, valid, you know, valid. Okay, so disregard let's... me. I, I didn't say that. No, it, it's it, not. it won't make it into the edit. Let's let's move on. Okay, so you're, uh, you're Space Dumpster is bringing Reba along. Okay. Thank we are you. not bringing BT. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, no. so the, no, no. The, the the aside that I think will have happened here is that uh, you leave the clones and BT back on the ship, and every once in a while, the camera, like for a sight gag, cuts back to, or like I, probably just once because it's a sight gag, the camera cuts back to Tina. And he's in the mess hall with PT <laughs> reading a bunch of fanfics that Tina writes to PT. <laughs> because we made a character decision for Tina that he writes a series one clone fanfiction. <laughs> and why does he do this? He was very disappointed with the ending of Clone Commander, so he decided to write his own ending. And then that spawned a bunch of OCs, so now he's writing fanfiction about his own OCs, which at this point I think might just be considered fiction. <laughs> but it's now, still fanfiction because the OCs it's about clones. Aren't ba- the OCs aren't based on anyone else in the squad, right? 
Mm-mm. Okay, good. That would be awkward. No, it's not friend fiction. <laughs> okay, so that's the cutback that we have every once in a while. Um, so the three of you walk down the ramp. Reba follows, rolling along on her little wheels like a like an R three would. Okay, so the three of you walk down the ramp and Gleeksel greets you. Such a good name. So, uh, Kale, these are your co-workers? Friends? Yes. Kale, are you going to introduce us? Nope. (laughs) I... Okay, well then, I guess I'll introduce myself. Okay, f- fine. Okay, this Sorry. is... <laughs> God damn it, Google. Really, really creepy. That's what this is. <laughs> oh, goodness. That just happened. Uh, so, I guess I'll introduce myself then. Fine. Whatever. Okay, okay, fine, Hi, fine. No. You've lost your you opportunity. No. You always did this. There's rules for introducing someone in polite company, and this is a business transaction. We try to keep things polite. Uh, Space Dumpster okay. steps between them and puts out his hand. Well, howdy. Um, my name... Well, you... Friends call me Space Dumpster. And as far as I can tell, you are a friend... And so um, you can call me Space Dumpster. Um, I have three crates that I am under the impression that you want. I am going to be pushing those crates. Um, Plex, get over here. I mean, sorry. Um, Would you kindly? (laughs) Certainly. So I take it from the introduction that I just got that your name is Plex. Did you just walk over and stand there? Oh, I don't understand why you walked over here and stood there. Like, did you want to shake hands? Do you want like, do you want a business card? I have a business card. I would love a business card, actually. That would be the most normal thing today. You've had God, a day, huh? Now Hutta all over again. Look. There's a reason we called that mission Nelbutta. It's because it went smoothly. <laughs> like butter. <laughs> yeah. Decorum has its place in these things, Keel. Mm. Okay. It's been years. I figured you would have learned that by now. Yeah, that that was your first problem. <laughs> yeah. You learning anything is... Anyway, so your name is Plex. <sighs> Here's my business card. You get a business card that says Gleeksel Foe. G-L-E-E-X-L space F-O. Uh, okay, so it says Gleeksel Foe, and then underneath his title is... Um, oh god, what do we want to have his title be? Imports. Oh, yes. Importer slash exporter. (laughs) (laughs) 
Plex will extend her hand. It's very nice to meet you, Gleeksel. I likewise, Plex. And same to you, Space Dumpster. You seem like you and Kiel have a solid friendship. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Kiel and I, we, we've been spending some time in space together. It's, um, he's oh. great. He's, he's so. Yeah. Okay. I understand. No. Oh, oh, God. No. Uh, as friends and co-workers, we have been spending a lot of time. To, but, you know, I really have been enjoying my time with Kiel. And I got to say, uh, Gleeksel, um, I, I get it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. Okay. Let, we're keeping this professional. Yes. Can, can mm -hmm. we please we're keep keeping this moving? This professional. Let's get this moving. Okay. Right here, right now, 10,000 credits a crate. Your take home is 3,000 credits. Uh, I whispered to Plex. I thought he said 1,000 a crate. 10,000 is much better. You should take <laughs> this deal. <laughs> if you want to negotiate something else other than what was agreed upon with Honda Onaka, I do not have room to negotiate. You're going to have to come back to visit my boss, Brett Almaty. That's all I can do here. Get this credit. You can get the crates off your hands. Is there something you'd like to say, Kiel? No. Okay. Let's just finish this up. Yes, let's. All right, then. So, okay, so he hands you a credit chip. This chip's Excellent. loaded with 30,000 credits. It's up to you to get your payment after you transfer the remaining 27,000 to Hondo. Yep, sounds about right. Plex puts it away in, like, a jacket pocket. I'll take the crates from here, I guess, if that's all. That should be all. Is that all, Kiel? Wink, 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 wink. I don't know. Is that all, Gleeksel? It was interesting seeing you again. Sure you don't have my vest? <sighs> I was waiting for that one. It's a good yeah. vest, Keel. I... I don't know. I... It was years ago, and I... I don't know. I, I genuinely don't know. Alright. You'll have to trust me on this I'll, one. Yeah, forget about it. <laughs> see you again soon? Probably not. Um, have a good life, Gilkranik. I'll, I'll miss you. You, God, Griffin. And Kiel turns away quickly. Um, just Kiel turns away slightly. Have a, have a good life, Gleeksel. It was lovely meeting the two of you. You as well, Gleeksel. And he grabs the <laughs> he grabs the he grabs the the hover jack, starts pushing it away. Pleasure, pleasure. How many of you are real crying? <laughs> I'm holding back. <laughs> 
don't like sad gay people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> A blaster shot rings out and just narrowly misses Gleeksel. Because I was like the most recent one to say goodbye, I'm probably not even the closest, but I am absolutely going to jump out and cover Gleeksel with my body. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> get down he, uh, he, he, that was Arnold Schwarzenegger get down, get down. Um, get down he dives behind the crates Criff it's a it's a Criffic check your cops quick we need to get to a speeder you guys can go but I need to get to a speeder with these crates I I don't know that I'm going to be able to get to one in time with them, I think, surrounding us. Unless I have someone help me push. Yeah, uh, I'll help. Um, uh, Plex, we're going to need Gold Squad. Yes, end of episode. Okay. I think that's a perfect place to end that episode. Mm-hmm. We're gonna need Gold Squad. End of episode. Space Dumpster was played by Erica Belsass, who can be found on Twitter at Belsass or on twitch.tv slash Belsass. That's B-E-L-S-A-A-S. Plex Slutzel was played by Erin Cotter, who can be found on Twitter at Adorabold or on our other podcast, Marking Out With My Girlfriend. Kiel Krennic was played by Emma Hislop, who can be found on Twitter at Nocturne Musings and making Kat and Kira suffer through movies on Unsound Theories. The Darkside campaign is jammed by me, Kathleen Bader. You can find my tweets at CatSelesnia, or you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Chicks with Dice is a Sosa's Media production. If you enjoyed this episode, spread the love. By recommending the show to a friend, you not only help us grow our community, you also get to share the hijinks with the people who matter to you most. You can also help us create this show and others like it by supporting us on Patreon. You'll gain access to exclusive content like early releases of episodes, side quest adventures, and much more. To become a supporter, visit patreon.com slash Media. All music on this episode was created by Sounds Like an Earful. Visit soundslikeanearful.com for more. The Star Wars RPG played in this podcast is the property of Lucas Books. It was made by an incredible team of devoted designers who were fired by the private equity firm that owns Fantasy Flight Games. Until next time, stay wizard! I'm sorry I made you all cry, but I'm also not sorry at all. <laughs> that was really good, and I love emotional That's role play. It's the best role playing we've done.
you guys oh, have done. No. Emma, yeah. I love you. You fucking crushed me. Emma, I'm sorry I had to make it awkward by making you roleplay being exes with your fiancé. <laughs> <laughs>